Welcome to the Over Under Achievers. I'm one of your host, Max McCoy. Joining me as always, he's trying to cave in DeMontis Sabonis' sternum. Jason Waterfalls, how could you? How could you, man? Where, where do you land on this one? Oh, okay. I'm so glad you asked because I have I have a uh, talky, talky spice take. I think DeMontis kind of, I, I think he kind of engineered it a little bit. Okay, let's say he did. And mm-hmm. obviously there's a hist- history uh, for Draymond Green. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of like a eh, type flagrant one, let's call it, not a flagrant two. That being yeah. said, DeMontis Sabonis did get his sternum checked out after the game, like yeah. x-rays or whatever. Sabonis doesn't seem like he would take it that far. Maybe that's the Kings being like, we need to do this to help get a suspension. Okay, but, yes. But let's not put that on Domas. No, no. Listen, the, the, um, the Academy Award goes to... DeMontis. Okay. That being said, he still did get his sternum stepped on right now. Did he, um, did he, in terms of like driving, was he a defensive driver in that situation or did he veer into someone in the other lane? I I don't know. I'm not one to say, and I I do want the context for the 1% of listeners who know who we're talking about this. I love DeMontis Sabonis. You love DeMontis Sabonis. DeMontis Sabonis made us a lot of money in the skills challenge a couple years ago. Um, I, so, I, and I, I don't like Draymond Green at all. When he tweeted out the angle of DeMontis like bear hugging his leg, it was tough for me. It was tough for me. I got to be honest with you. Okay, but see, as someone that went to defensive driving school one time mm-hmm. so that something wouldn't happen on my points on my license right. or whatever, I got to tell you, I did not understand what defensive driving school was. Yeah. It's like, I'm just supposed to sit back and get hit? No, <laughs> you're supposed to like veer out of the way, right? That's defensive driving. Sure. Did you, like, did you go into it and be like the best defense is a good offense? So I'm that's, gonna, I'm gonna... <laughs> that's what I thought they were about to teach us. Boy, right. was I wrong. They were not just go fast. Go how to really go faster fast. around it. Okay. <laughs> Lightning McQueen, just go through it. Right. And then sure. jump off some other car's tires. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. Thank you. <laughs> we need to make that like a recurring sound bit. <laughs> Ka-chow. Yeah, please. Let's do it. That, and, But I think that the, the Draymond Green of it all, it, someone who you want to not like, and you want to assume he's playing dirty. I think that that probably took it. If it was 49%, he should be suspended. That took it the other 51 that he's getting suspended because he's, well, and how he acted afterwards. Everybody's been saying it, whatever. Good for him. He's a character. He's something. He won't be on the warriors in a couple of years. I can tell you that right now. Next year. He will not. Is he, I wanted to ask you, is he the most unlikable athlete of our like lifetime generation? You know, that we've been watching sports. No, he really is like a leader and all that. Like, you like him. You like Russell Westbrook more. Oh, and, and him rolling up his shirt and showing his abs and going into that suite. God, that's a great question because there is the difference is Draymond knows he's a heel yes. and he leans into it and yes. provokes um, the crowd and players. I don't know that Russell Westbrook understands that he's a heel. I don't understand. I don't think he understands what reality he is existing within so it's in in that respect is very authentic actually what he's doing you know but that's my point that's very authentic for draymond to be leaning into who he really is as well but there, there's a kayfabe to it you know of like i'm K-fed? gonna do this Brittany? yeah yeah you know kevin Federline, uh, there's a very uh demonstrative um dance aspect to it no there's like the um <laughs> i understand that this is acting you understand this is acting um but i'm just kind of playing I'm, I'm playing the beat here i I was trying to think. I didn't want to be prisoner of a moment and be like, it's definitely Draymond. I was trying to go backwards a little bit. And I came up with 
Uh, I came up with a short list. You tell me if anybody jumps Draymond for you, okay? Uh, Bryce Harper. Is Bryce Harper more unlikable? No, hasn't hasn't been successful enough. Just, yeah, he doesn't matter enough. Um, Barry Bonds. Honestly, the first one, Bryce Harper, it's because he's an Under Armour guy. So I'm like, oh, wow. oh wow. no, no, okay. no, no. He's, he's okay. He's okay. Do you see me? Do you see my, I'm repping the brand he was, today? He was, he was young. There you go. Nice. Oh, I yeah. like that with the kind of cursive. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I'm, I'm rocking big baseball coach energy today. So big BP coach energy. Uh, so not Bryce Harper, Barry Bonds. That's a tough one. Draymond or Barry Bonds? Because Barry Bonds knew he was a heel and started yeah. leaning into heelism. That being said, that man could hit a baseball, right? Listen, like even, I never even didn't to like the Barry end, Bonds. I loved Barry Bonds. Draymond's skills are, you know, leadership skills are not dropping off, but Draymond's skills are not what they used to be. Barry kept hitting till the end. Listen, that, that's the fun part is like, at least if you're going to turn into a monster or villain, you can hit the ball 600 feet every single at bat. Like, no worries. That's fun. That's entertaining to me. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Ooh, now that's a good one. Because that's a good one, right? Is he more Russell Westbrook, and that's who he really is? Like, Draymond, no, he's not. He's not. Dennis Rodman just wanted attention, and that's that's the problem. But that's, that's him leaning so into the heel of it all, right? Yeah, but I think Draymond does it for the competitive advantage. You know, right? Dennis Rodman was just like, I need attention. That, that's of, what I'm saying. That might be the one that's worse. At least Draymond's like yeah. trying to get a competitive edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I ha- I'll, I'll round it out with uh, T.O. Terrell Owens, Bill no. Ambeer. And just no. all the Astros from like the last 10 years. Yes, on Astros. Maybe on Bill Lambeer. I got to tell you, growing up, I was an NBA fan, but not like avid. And we moved around a lot. So I didn't really have yeah. like a set team. But of course, everyone in that era loved Michael Jordan. I hated Bill Lambeer. He was one of the first athletes that I truly sports hated. And yeah. I don't, I don't, I think it was his hair. I think it was just his stupid hair that it's looked his hair like in his face. It's a very punchable face. It's a very punchable face, but I think it's because of the hair. It's like he's like the OG of the Alabama swoosh, whatever you call it. Yeah, but like Bama Bangs. Bama Bangs, but like tighter mm-hmm. cut. I don't know what it was, but I just didn't like a premier center in the NBA looking like that. Like yeah. you need to look You're like being Rick Smith. Very generous with the word premier. I will just tell you. Very well, generous. Well, I mean he wanted he won a championship. He he's he was got bad the shooter boy. McGavin face. Yes. You there know, it is. I'm just like, I just know you're doing things. You're embezzling money. You're uh, catcalling 14-year-old girls. Your best friends with Isaiah like Thomas, not ironically. <laughs> it's different from like Duke basketball players because there's um there's almost something seedier about Bill Ambeer. Whereas like Duke basketball player, like JJ Redick, JJ Redick, I never didn't like JJ Redick. I never liked him, but I understood the fascination with not liking him. But Bill Ambeer just looks like he exists to for people to be pissed off about, you know, I think we should make Bill Lambeer a, give him a Duke degree. Okay. Okay. An honorary yeah, honorary. Duke degree. See, I love this. I love like their Duke becoming like NWO of, uh, of yes. NCAA colleges and just lean right into it and just uh, actively recruiting the most annoying people, the most annoying, like boat shoe captains, uh, in high school and uh, like a scholarship, like a double scholarship. Like we'll pay for your school and we'll give you like 50 grand. Just for being annoying, like <laughs> I think that's something for them to do. Um, okay, Jason, what's good, man? How are you? It's been it's been a couple of weeks, uh, so I feel like it's important to check in with you. Yep, we appreciate everybody being patient. We definitely had spring break and and told people the nose of podcasting. We got tagged in one about not telling people when we're not going to have an episode. It was fair. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a cough, cough. It was fair. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, I forgot who did it. Now that's my apologies, but we told people the week before spring break, that we were not going to be there for spring break, take a little right. time off. Then one of us 
maybe purposely, maybe not. People are, mm-hmm. you know, talking in the streets, got yeah. a strand of COVID that the doctors don't even know about. Right. And how are you feeling? Listen, man, I, I didn't, I'd never heard of the, the, the Kraken variant, but when the doctor said you have the Kraken variant, I was like, what? Did you, did you put money what? on them in the NHL playoffs immediately? I did not. I did not. I didn't have. even realize like that was a real thing. I, it that so uh, so shame on the person who's like, how dare you not have an episode when I was fighting for my life? Not really, but like that. Yeah. Honestly, that's the worst I've felt in a very long time. Like in the, if, if I'm making a short list, it's um uh, when I had meningitis number one, yes. um swine flu, legit swine flu number two, and then this COVID variant was the like sleeping on the bathroom floor. Because it came with the, and I don't know if the other COVIDs were like this, like you just can't eat anything because it's, it's, I won't go into the details, but it's not lasting long anywhere, you know, and it's got um, uh, optionality in, in terms of how it ejects itself from the body. Which you mean because you're fun. burning so many calories? Yes. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Gotcha. It's, and I'm still not like completely right. Like, uh, I, I still feel a little, little slow mentally, not really eating well. It, it you was, look it was good tough, and you man. sound good. Thanks, buddy. It's only because I'm wearing Under Armour, but I appreciate that. I, I really do appreciate that. <laughs> we have that. the same color hat with the same color uh, embroidery on. I'm honoring the A's since evidently they're not going to stay in Oakland very long. They're going They're going to Vegas? Billy Bean in Vegas? Brad Pitt in Vegas? I don't know. I don't know. Um, how was uh, – uh, we skipped over spring break. You, you, uh, you, you braved the red tide in spring break. How'd that go? Yeah, we didn't even go to the beach at all. It was wonderful. Yeah. There was a beach at where I was staying, like a you know reservoir lake beach. Uh huh. So we did that. We didn't go to the actual ocean beach at all. Did you that, like? Was that a that strategic weird? choice as like yes. a parent, or was it like no? The red tides there were like you just literally can't go there. Oh dang! I lied. I went kayaking, but it's like on canals and a bay you? or something. I don't know how that channels work. Did you like? Have, do you ever want to do like the stand up paddleboard? You know, just go yeah, like I'm okay shirtless I, and just yeah, oh, like yeah. let it rip out there. I've always wanted to do that. I've never had like the bravado enough to do it. You know, I'm a big um, get that base layer, even if it's a yeah. little red guy. But, you know, yeah. the, the Lebanese skin helps me out with that. Sure. My wife, that's not how she rolls. It's, no, it's applied she, more and more often, right? She's more like my people, you know, uh, <laughs> Northwest European, you know, it takes them. But I do, I don't know if no, for the audio, if you can see, um, part of my uh, getting cured of cure, uh, COVID was uh, exposure to sunlight. So I would sit for hours just out in the sun and it really did make me feel better. But then as soon as I got out of quarantine, I had to go sit through like a six hour lacrosse game in the sun. Didn't, uh, didn't suntan up or didn't, um, sunscreen up. And I've already burned through skin on my forehead. Like that base layer came and it went and it's already gone. So summer's like ready to roll now. I don't want to get in the SPF of it all, but isn't that good? Like that's technically exfoliation if your skin's falling off. I mean, I couldn't think of a person worse um, uh, guided to be able to answer your question, but that's how I live my life of like, once that skin burns off, I'm ready to go. That's the baby skin. And I'm, I'm just ready to rock and roll now, you know? <laughs> well, I'm glad you kayaked and I'm glad you escaped the red tide and I'm glad I'm, I'm uh, not dead from COVID. New York was wonderful. My, uh, uh, I don't know, two sentence review is smells like weed, very crowded, not as unfriendly as people say it is. So we had a, we had a delightful time. Anything sports related while you're in New York? That's going to be my question for you. No, uh, my son, we stayed like right next to Madison Square Garden. Uh, so uh, my son and I were trying to see the Knicks, but they uh, were playing like the day we got there. Um, yeah. And Trump was also being arrested. So we tried to minimize like where we're at, you know, in the city with all that. Um, were you part of that? Were, was I part of uh, arresting Trump? I mean, you know, I'm, 
it's still pending litigation, so I can't really comment. You know that. No, I meant but, the um, Knicks, but I'm glad that you picked up on what you wanted to pick up on. Listen, here's the thing. I, every single Lyft driver we got in with, I, I wanted, I tried to set them up to talk about Trump because I was just curious, like, where's everybody at on this? You know? So I would tee it up. None of them took the bait, man. None of them took the bait. <laughs> no, there was one guy who no. was like, I'm from Georgia, not the state, the country. I am, uh, I, I was a high profile like, defense attorney. And now I'm driving you around, you freaking idiot, uh, because I'm waiting for like visa stuff. But he was like, he literally said, I'm not taking that bait, man. I'm not taking that bait. <laughs> Shout out to you being a white guy traveling to New York to try to bait people into talking about Trump. I'm just, I was, I was trying to vibe shop. I, know, I was like, I vibe know, shopping, man. Like, where are we at here? I That's know how not I feel. the vibe, though. Protect the vibe. I, you know what? There was, no good, there was not going to be any judgment, though. I was just going to be like, I'm glad I learned that about you, sir. Yeah, but they don't know that, okay? I know. I know. <laughs> I just thought people would be like, I just feel like talking to people like want to talk about stuff, you know? But I guess not. Look I at you extroverting are... your way through New York. Just trying to do it, man. Trying to model it for my kids. Just staring at me. Uh, just in a lift, uh, lift car. Um, okay. Well, let's go. Um, let's get into some of this stuff. Uh, we got a tight window um, because of some production stuff. And, you know, you're, uh, you, you've already made your uh, appearance on AUA, Podcast AUA this week. Um, uh, you've done some editing work, so you are tapped. Your hours are almost tapped for us, so we don't want to keep you too long. Um, but I wanted to, uh, you know, one of the revelations uh, in, the, in the two weeks where we didn't record was I wanted to talk and ask you if this is true for you and if it's true for me. Are we fans of women's NCAA basketball now? Because I'm really kind of into it. I'm really uh, into the melodrama and the characters and the players now. Yes. What did they like? Did they talk to the Netflix Drive to Survive people? And then they're like, hey, maybe we should. Uh, I don't know. Like, this is what I complained about IndyCar for years and years. I don't know. Maybe we should feature some of our players that are amazing athletes. Maybe we should feature some of our coaches that wear the craziest thing, uh, things I've ever seen in my life. Like, would, would it be cool to not just say teams and who won and lost and actually like put personalities behind these people? Wouldn't that be crazy? It's, it's incredible how simple it is. But you're exactly right. Like, I am engaged with it because I know some of these people now. I know some of these women, and they're really good. And now I, I can't remember uh, the uh, the woman who played Caitlin? for Louisville. Oh. Uh, and now she's in the transfer portal. And I'm like, why yeah. are we not talking more about where she's going to end up? Because yes, is it going to exactly. be Iowa? Is it LSU? Is she going to UConn? I don't know. But it's so simple. I and heard LSU, create... by the way. You heard LSU? Did you really? Yeah. God, that'd be fun. That'd be, be so awesome. much fun. But like the when you create compelling personalities, not create, they are compelling personalities. But when those people get to hang around, it, it, it for me, it just highlighted the issue with men's basketball, which is I don't know any of these people and they're gone before I even understand who they are. But for like a Caitlin Clark or an Angel Reese or Haley Van Lith or the Cavender twins or whoever, these are personalities that are there for a few years. So now I get to watch them. I, I can't believe how simple it is, but it's really interesting when it turns out that kind of actually works, you know? Not only that, they're intense and they're really good, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if this is just happening, luckily, for the NCAA at a time when they're coming off of a couple of tournaments where they had like um, a Walmart weight room rack that they yeah. just mm-hmm. kind of like, they knew they were going to return, like they kept the receipt. Yeah, for it these, was like a ballroom. <laughs> and it, would, it was like, hey, we're hosting um, Enron, uh, the reboot, uh, and their corporate <laughs> retreat later. So you guys, we got to wrap up by three. And, and they're going to use the weights. So, you know, sign up on the sign-up sheet. Is Enron back? I'm going to check while you talk. But I, I, <laughs> I, no, please don't. I don't want I don't want to. No. Uh, but I, yeah, so, I remember I was, a, I was a hot take artist back in the day when I watched the documentary about Enron. And I was like, okay, it was illegal, but I understand why they did it. You know, I, I do understand if there's a loophole. What are we talking about right now? 
I was just learning how to do hot takes. You know, I was like, okay, I understand. Are you an FTX guy? No, don't. Uh, no, I don't. Is that an offshoot of F1? I don't think I am uh, for that either. No, that's crypto. That's Tom's crypto. <sighs> Man. Man, that came to back to bite you. You should have known that. Yeah, it really did. It really did. <laughs> I think we all saw that one coming, though, right? Um, but yeah, but women's NCAA basketball. And this isn't even like um, I'm, I'm trying to. T- uh, sometimes you have to say things on podcasts that you're like, I don't believe this, but I have to say this. You know, I'm legit very fascinated in the trajectory. And if they continue creating really compelling athlete characters like this. We had more people when I was on spring break around the TV for the women's game than the men's game. Now, the men's wow. game was later at night. Yeah. So that's part of it. But less people were interested in even thinking about staying up than were definitely glued to the TV during the um, not not just the championship game, but also the semifinals. Sorry, final four. No, honestly, the NCAA tournament feels like six years ago. I, I'm not, I was just like, who who even played? I don't even remember who was in the game. Um, okay. Can I ask you, um, I, I don't know that you and I have talked about ghosted, but I know it's out there. It's Chris Evans. It's Ana Dermas. It's basically Chris Evans is a, um, a, a ghosted jilted lover of Ana Dermas, who also, uh, in addition to looking like Kelly Kapowski is also spy and has released on Apple TV. And I wanted to get your best guess at, do you want to guess the critic score or the audience score? Do you want to guess if I'm all in on this or not? I, I know you're all in. I don't even have to that's, ask you, my man. That's correct. I'm, I'm, you're as all in as I'm all in. I don't, I don't even care what the Rotten Tomato score is. I know it. I've written it on my heart. doesn't change anything. I'm going to watch, watch the heck out of this movie. I'm going to say 71. Uh, critics or audience? The combined. The combined. The aggregate. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're forcing me to do some math on the, on the fly here, and that's not going to end well for either of us. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a guesstimation. Tell me the two um, numbers. That. Hold on. Maybe I can do it in my head. Okay, I can do it in my head. Uh, 47 and a half. 47 Yikes. and a half. It's uh, 32 critics, 63 audience. So there, there's some hope there. There's some hope there. You know? do, me, do me a favor, because this, this movie, in my mind, is comparable uh-huh. to Night and Day, which I have seen probably 15 times. <laughs> yes. I watched it, and I remember hating it in the theater. I remember walking out and being like, I honestly hated that movie. I did not see Night and Day in the theater, and maybe that's why I liked it so much. But I freaking love that movie. It's two people not giving an F, picking up a paycheck with a fun tongue-in-cheek. Like, they're on the airplane in Night and Day, and they're like, she, like, wakes up, and and he's, like, just sitting there. And he's like, yeah, just fought some people. We're going down. And then she blinks her eyes again. And then he's like, yeah, this is crazy, huh? And then she closes her eyes again, and then she's laying next to an entire airplane crash. And they're like, we don't have to explain that. That's not what we're doing here. Listen, I, I do love the love slow that. eye blinking uh, montage. Uh, that's just like a nice little script thing. That, well done. I think what this comes down to is I have a well-documented uh, aversion and allergy to Cameron Diaz, and you have the opposite Correct. Cameron Diaz. So it's just a fundamental difference between the two of us. I know greatness. Okay. You don't. That's okay. I see that in Ana de Armas. One of the movie critics uh, that I saw in this movie said, um, this would be an interesting movie if it wasn't the worst movie of the year. And I was like, oh, that feels like a review in bad faith. <laughs> you know? I, I got to be really, really clear, though. It does. Not, it's not a good trailer. Uh, no, it's, and, not, it's not. It's and not. we need somebody like Jay Baruchel, not Chris Evans, being the, the hopeless romantic on the other end of this. You know, right? can I can I just like make a suggestion? I think Chris Evans is going to take this movie down, not ADA. <sighs> Uh, I think you're right because I don't know that he knows how to be like the, the jilted. I don't get everything I want and any woman I want when I want it. Um, what if we just combined 
Jake Joan Hall's Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, where he has to go save like the translator. Why don't we just mesh those movies together, you know? And they're kind of they're kind of working together a little bit. Like Chris Evans and Anna Dearmas run into Jake Gyllenhaal, Hall, who's trying to save a translator, you know? Yes, and and Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Uh, sorry, so, to a, sorry to sorry to ADA, but it is now Jake Gyllenhaal and Chris Evans in this combined movie. See, what we just did there is I made a suggestion, and it wasn't the best. It was different and maybe a little more interesting, but maybe 10% more interesting. What you just did was solved the issue. You actually solved the problem <laughs> of Chris Evans is into Anna Dear Moss, but then he meets Jake Gyllenhaal in a movie called Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, and he's like, actually, that's the person I love. And I think that's kind of what we're doing in Ted Lasso season two with Keeley, not to jump topics a little bit, but I'm just like, I, I understand that sexuality is, is a spectrum, but I, I would have liked a conversation about like, hey, we're going to go from Roy Kent to this hot venture capitalist and everyone just being like, are we good here? Like, does this make sense to everybody? Didn't need Cause it. Because it, it didn't make sense to me immediately, you know? Didn't need it on the Ted Lasso. Uh, but okay. So this is, this movie's title is Ghosted by Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Guy Ritchie's Ghosted the Covenant. Guy Ritchie's the Covenant Ghost. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you had the first one. That's right. That's exactly right. Guy Ritchie's the Covenant colon Ghosted. Does Jake Gyllenhaal seem like somebody you would like to be like professionally obligated to for like three or four months? Because he does not seem like that kind of guy to me. I got to tell you, this 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 might be something I've never said before. Hmm. I think I'd like to hang out with Jake Gyllenhaal. Whoa, he kind of went the other way on that one. He there's a real frenetic like skeletal energy to him. I don't think I'd be like a party to. I don't want to, you know, I don't do drugs, but I don't want to go to New York clubs like man shows how uh how dad I am. I don't want to yeah. go like to the hip New York scene with Jake Gyllenhaal. I want to go to a ball game with him. I want to just okay. have a cookout with him and have a few beers, maybe one too many, right? But not not nothing ridiculous, but he's just he seems smiley and happy and like mm-hmm. everybody seems to not like him. So that of course makes me a little nervous, but it also makes me interested. Okay. See, this is great because I think what I'm hearing, it, this might be a short taint, but um, I would love a service called only friends and it's for, <laughs> <laughs> it's for celebrities and they get paired with a normal and it's understood. Like we're not going to be BFFs, but it's like, you want to feel like a normal person and just like hang and you don't want to have to like go somewhere cool or Coachella or whatever. You just kind of like grab a beer, grill a burger or something. And it, for the normal person, like you get to hang out with a celebrity and like have that story to tell. And I just feel like that's a great match of like what we're, what both people are trying to accomplish, you know, like, like my daily routine, I'm like at a soccer practice and I'm at a volleyball game and then I'm at lacrosse. And it's like, it just kind of starts to grind you down, you yes. know? But then if it's like, no, but remember, um, you played top golf with Chris Evans that night. That would make me feel alive. You know, like that would bring me back. A little you had bit. three man Moses with Jake Gyllenhaal at top golf. <laughs> Is that not something you want to do? I think they got rid of the man Moses, by the way. I think that they were like at top golf. Yeah. I think they call I it mean, something else now. I'm not an insurance guy, but it, it's right there and it makes sense. But, um, <laughs> insurance, I think it was leaving the ladies out is why. Oh, I thought it was a liability issue. I didn't, I didn't even understand like the uh, discrimination aspect of it. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So you think someone like a, like a, a a lady was there and she was like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I can't access this mimosa because it's called a manmosa, you know? Do you want me to answer that honestly or do you want to move I on? Do, I do. I do. I just yes, I definitely think that happened. Is that a hill we have to die on though? You know, I don't, I don't know. No, but Topgolf was like, we don't, I, listen, here's Topgolf's take. Okay, we'll change it. It's like, 
we'll name it after you. We don't like this is this is not what we're doing here. Yeah, I mean, I, I applaud Top Golf not like wanting to get into the culture wars, but um, I, I don't know, people. Let's just like save save our outrage, you know, save our outrage a little bit. Um, that being said, I got to tell you, that's a good thing to be outraged about because the the company on the other side would just be like, okay, we'll we'll change it. We're, we're worried about printing money, not what yeah. the name of a mixed drink is. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. If you want to get a win, if you just need a W, but I do, I really going back to OnlyFriends. I feel like there's some legs there, so I think we need to trademark that. Who is uh, like who's your top OnlyFriends? It's Vince Vaughn. It's Vince Vaughn. Got to hang oh out with Vince. Oh my gosh, that's so right. Game. How much that's going to be like? He's going to be so booked up. You know, I'm uh, worth it. It'd be worth it. It'd be, it's like Masters tickets for me. That's my Masters. Like to hang out. In a, in, a, in a low pressure situation with Vince Vaughn, you know, that's my masters right there. Only friends colon chefs. Okay. And you just, you don't have chefs come over and cook for you. You have chefs yeah. come over and cook with you. I was just thinking about Gordon Ramsay, but then I was like, I don't think I just want to hang out on the back deck with Gordon Ramsay. That's what I want to do no. with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine okay. cooking a meal with a, pro, a professional chef? That'd be See, incredible. See what you're saying? I think there's only friends, but then uh, when you go to check Did out. Did I say only fans, chefs? Because that uh, no, is a I, different thing. <laughs> Did I say friends or fans? That is a big difference. That's I like that too. So I'm not I'm not I'm not yes or no ending that. I'm just saying maybe later we'll do that. But I think there's an upsell opportunity to be like, hey, you just booked the experience with Vince Vaughn. Would you like a celebrity chef to cook y'all dinner? Like and then like that's an extra like five grand or whatever. I don't even know rates right now. Yeah, um, but it's gonna I be more like than that. <laughs> Bro, you can't get Bobby Flay for five grand. Okay, like that's just not how that works. <laughs> Um, okay, so we'll we'll come back to that. We'll let people know we have uh, a, more of a business plan together on OnlyFriends, colon chefs, possibly. Um, can we talk about the NFL draft for a second? Um, how what's your what's your general vibe on the NFL draft? Like, do you feel prepped for it? Do you feel like this is a, a group of prospects that you're very interested in? Like, what's going on? Interested, yes. Prepped, no. Planning to do that over the weekend leading into next week. I I intend to, and the plan is for both of us to see each other face to face. That's right. Embrace like bros Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. next week at an undisclosed location that we need to book a hotel for. That's right. Point here rhymes with uh, Bowieville, potentially. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want some recommendations. No, I was about to. I was about to do a rhymes with. I didn't mean like. I didn't mean like it was bad. I was about to also do a rhymes with like us building up to that. So that was incredible that you also. What were you going to rhyme with? What's better than Bowieville? Sueyville. Stewieville. Stewieville's great. And it also Sueyville. Oh, okay. So because I want I wanted I wanted them to think that we were going to Arkansas based on all of the ripping of Arkansas that you've been doing lately. Have I been ripping Arkansas lately? I don't even You said the coach looks like the mascot. I mean, I've said that for a while. That's not ripping. That's just That's a nice man. When you watch Until he gets canceled, that's a nice man. When you watch National Geographic channel, I don't even know his channel. When you watch a nature documentary and the person's like the elephant wanders into the water and creates a big splash. Is that ripping the elephant for making a big splash? Or is that just saying what is true and what the eyes, you know, bequeath them to you? But if you say the elephant looks like a clumsy person by name, that's ripping the elephant. No, I think the fact that Sam Pittman looks like a razorback, that is <laughs> Doesn't not even, that's not a critique. That is just a true thing. You know, that's just a true thing of the world, of the natural world that we live in. And I do think it's, it's a problem that they had a lot of coaching turnover, like randomly in the middle of the off season. That's not good. They're not going to be good next year. So that's my hot take on Arkansas football. Um, okay. Yeah. I like, by the way, just, qu- 
just quick update. Night and days aggregate is fifty point five. So ooh, ooh, thank you. So big audience, bad critic. Uh, fifty two. Oh What's no! The, like, is it is it like a is it like a seventy and a thirty, or is it like a? It's a fifty-two and a forty-nine. I don't. Oh, actually, okay. So that's pretty close. I never go on Rotten Tomatoes. What is the splat toma- tomato meter? Is that the critics? Uh, yeah. The left side is critics. Right side is audience. Okay. Yeah. The right side obviously says audience score. I was just making sure I was looking at the right thing. Fifty-two and forty-nine. So it's right there. Yeah. It, it, it usually uh, the code is if uh, most of the time audience score is always higher. But if it's flipped ever, that means you have a douchey, pretentious movie, um, which it could still be good, but it's going to be more of like a, what happened? What is that? What's that ending mean? One of those. This days. is just like right car. down the middle, folks. All right. Yep. So <laughs> I don't know about this QB class, man. Will Levis has gotten weirder and weirder. I know you love him. That's obvious. I don't. Probably... Don't say that ever again. What do you mean? I need him. He, speaking of people who need attention, it's like we get You've it. You've been talking man, about like, him a lot. You're saying you don't love him. I'm saying that if I could... If I could bet my life savings on a quarterback not working out, I would put it on Will Levis, and I would not even check that bet because I the, know it's going to happen. The three quarterbacks that you talk the most, which means you love them the most, are Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and Will mm-hmm. Levis. Ooh, I don't like that logic at all. I'm not a big fan. I've got the I audio just, for it. He's not. He he he's not a good quarterback, and he needs attention too much, and that is a bad combination. Yeah, you know? but he looks like a specimen. So he does look like a specimen. That's what do you true. think the GMs are going to do with that? Well, you know, I was looking through, um, uh, this is, uh, the NFL draft. I've, I've served my time for, uh, being incorrect about the Super Bowl when Jalen Hurts, who congratulations on his new contract, when he chose in the second quarter to hand the ball to the Chiefs on a fumble that they could return for a touchdown. And it wasn't my fault that I picked the Eagles. It was Jalen Hurts' fault again that I lost money. I've served my time and I've served my 51 cent bank account. Now the NFL draft is where I make things right. And I'm going to fill with that with the 51 account. cents. Oh, you're no, going to no, fill no. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done my time. I'm going to I'm going to repopulate, deposit a little bit, do a little respawn in here's the bank all, account. Here's what I got to say: post spring break, that's mm-hmm. the end of your fiscal year, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so now, that's great. Now, that's now we're great. onto a new fiscal year. We don't run yeah. on the calendar. We're not babies. No. You can't do everything no. at the end of December into January. Who's got the time? It's ridiculous. My only friends year. payment just came in. You know, so I get to spend that now. Only um, friends colon podcasters. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> TM, I think TM. this is, this is fundamentally just cameo, but I guess it's like, it's cameo in real life. We're taking it one step further. I guess who's, that's the, who sues us first cameo or only fans? Probably both. Probably like a tag team. Hope, They're like, yeah. good God, is that cameo and only fans music? That's the attention that we need. Let's get into a street fight with both of them. They don't want, they don't want none, but there's a lot of good, um, quarterback props that I'm circling. I'm gonna drop it to the group chat. Um, but there's a, uh, first two quarterbacks selected Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Minus 105. I feel like that's easy Love money it. right there. That's yep. easy money right there. I feel like there's a lot of conversation about Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. I feel like this is going to kind of be uh, one of those situations where a lot of people talk about him. Nobody's brave enough to pull the trigger, you know, in this draft. My feelings on CJ Stroud are what actually doesn't actually keep me up at night, but is making mm-hmm. me think because I really actually like him as an NFL prospect. It's just like name an Ohio State quarterback that's ever done anything. Yeah, that is uh, that's fair. That is a, a fair thing to say. So somebody's eventually going to do it. Is he the one to do it? I don't that's know. That's why I I'm banking on that. Like if if you told me if you asked me like back to the original days of over underachievers just making just general ten year proclamations and then yeah. putting them in a spreadsheet and definitely never checking in on them again, I would say that C.J. Stroud has the best career out of any of these quarterbacks. 
Man, you know, it's... Um, and that's not like a hot take. I'm just saying that that's who I'm putting my money on. I like Bryce Young, but I... It's just everyone's just nervous. It's He's so small. He's so small that it makes me very nervous. But his odds to go number one to Carolina. I didn't think he was going to go to Carolina, but he's like minus 1,600. So he's definitely going to Carolina now. Bill Barnwell at ESPN did a great... I don't not know. A sponsor. Died, no, definitely not a sponsor. Uh, it's like a data deep dive on the quarterbacks and some of their... You know, like you could read like a... I don't know, like an Excel sheet of stats. And it's like, uh, I see numbers, but I don't know what these mean. He does one of those visual things, you know, where you can see like where you're lacking because it dips. Um, but his, uh, CJ Stroud, when he's pressured, he turns in from like a good quarterback to like you a quarterback. So it, that's an uh, issue. What'd you just and say? I'm, I'm saying you're still a very good quarterback, but you're not CJ Stroud level when you're not pressured. Does that make sense? You know, you're saying I am CJ Stroud's basement. Yes. My ceiling I, is his basement? It's a very... Are you calling a very, me a gremlin? I'm calling you... I'm saying you have a very low floor, and you have a uh, you have a, also a low ceiling as a quarterback. Do you need and a minute to think before you finish this? <laughs> listen, as a, as a quarterback, I have an extremely low floor, and I have also an extremely low ceiling because <laughs> I don't read it. coverage well. You know what I mean? And, that, and as it turns out, with quarterbacking, that's like an important thing. But... um. It was a great uh, so the CJ Stroud thing was interesting. Of like, if he gets pressure at all, he goes off the uh, off the map. But Bryce Young, his stats were so unbelievable. Like it, the context of like Bryce Young, where CJ Stroud is, or well, where uh, Anthony Richardson is, or whoever. It was so beyond everybody else that it was. It, sometimes it's good to get that context of like how much better a team or a person. Like when you'd see the Steph Curry three chart, where it's like here's where Steph is, and here's where number two is. And it's like the chasm between, you know, uh, L.A. and Japan. Like, I, I, w- I always find those uh, kind of visual reminders helpful. Uh, but you mentioned it. We're going to be in Sueyville or Bowieville, wherever that is. Could be Arkansas. Could be Kentucky. We don't know. If you have recommendations on places to eat or, or drink in Bowieville or Sueyville, we'd love to hear that. Um, you can tweet at us or, or send us a message. Uh, but I think the plan is to do potentially a live episode during the draft. And then we'll probably sprinkle in some of the um, ADHD questions we didn't get to at our last call for questions. So we'll sprinkle those in black while we wait and watch like highlights of, um, you know, Bryce Young throwing a ball through a wall or whatever. So uh, it'd be fun. I'm really excited, man. I'm really excited. Same. Um, Okay. So we got about, uh, do you want to do, I've got three things. You pick two that we'll talk about. Okay. NBA playoffs, succession, survivor. Succession and Survivor. Okay, okay. Succession. Where, um, obviously, so this will be live spoilers for Succession and Survivor. So if you haven't caught up on those, maybe dip now. Let's just um, go full spoilers. Let's go all the way in. Okay, yeah. So th- so definitely, definitely spoil stuff. So get out of here if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, how did you feel about the Logan death episode? I thought it was incredible. Some uh-huh. people in my life that may be related to me and maybe a male and maybe oh. younger than me thinks that Succession has jumped the shark. Ooh, that's like, man, that's a, that's a, that's an Enron level spicy take that I can appreciate. You know, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but I do, I do like what the young waterfalls man is saying there. So I thought both these episodes were incredible. And the counterpoint is that both these episodes didn't really go anywhere, which is one of the reasons I like succession, which you've always said is people in rooms talking, right? And like, that's what the basis of the show is. I love that about it. I can kind of see where he's coming from, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but this is exact. I did not want this to happen in the penultimate episode, meaning Logan's death. Yeah. The point of the show is to see who 
is succeeds, right? Yeah. That's it's in the title there. Many other shows, because so many people like Logan would build this up to the, you know, penultimate second to last episode and then do it then and then attempt to do some clumsy flop at the end. Yeah. For succession fans, this is the best case scenario. And everybody had a little say in it. I kind of understand how that was not the best episode, but it set up the rest of the season so well that I loved everything about it. Now, when you say you kind of understand how it wasn't the best episode, the Logan death episode yes, or the following? Logan, Logan death episode. Yeah. Because I, the next episode, I think, was one of the very bests. Yes, I, I agree. I think the Logan death episode um, is almost like uh, entertainment suppository. Um, nobody likes having to deal with a suppository, but it it makes good things happen, you know? And that was not okay, an enjoyable here we go episode of television it was an effective episode of television right yes and i I, i'm with you i think um the the setup for the rest of the season is great i the reason that succession will be good and it will be okay that it's just people talking in rooms is that it's not eight seasons of that the fact that it's just going to be four and it's and it's not just people talking in rooms it's expertly crafted dialogue like that's that works, right? But I think there might, I think maybe young young waterfalls. What he might be picking up on is maybe less as jump the shark, but it's just the online race to designate every episode and everything that happens as the greatest thing ever, right? And there, this show is good and excellent and top shelf, but I think um, there is a prisoner of the momentness to it, where it's like. Kendall's the greatest character ever. Shiv is having the best character arc ever. Tom's the most effective, compelling character actor ever. And all these things, all these things might not be necessarily true. You said it in one of some podcast audio, but this is not Breaking Bad. This mm-hmm. is this is Premier Veep. I love Veep yeah. so freaking much. And this is just Premier Veep, in my opinion. Like it's it's not going to be the greatest show of all time, mm-hmm. but it's in a lot of people's top five shows we love. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it will. My prediction um, that I think we talked about in the episode uh, this week is uh, similar to Veep that just refused to give you what you wanted uh, as a um, you know uh, cow-eyed member of the audience, where you just want Selena to be the president and it work just because she's the protagonist. I think Succession is not going to give us what we want. I think Succession is not going to give us Kendall like blowing stuff up or cousin Greg like doing the thing. I think it's going to be a, a slow slow moving tragedy. You know, as we wrap up, this is not a, ha- a take. This is a fact. Kendall's name was struck through. It was not underlined. Okay, it was a strike through. It was one hundred percent a strike through. When you're underlining, you don't go up through the words. When you're underlining, you go down away from the words. If you're just being sloppy and careless, then the most important part of the reason that it's a strike through is that Greg with a question mark is on the page as well. And they made a big deal about that. And that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and Nicholas Braun is the most incredible actor of all time. I'm just kind of doing what you said a minute ago. Like everybody's sure. just having the best. Um, it was absolutely a strike through. And that is a guarantee. That is a Jason Watercup Falls guarantee. Because if there's other names with question marks, Logan got mad, struck through the name, and then thought to himself, what other names could I put in here? And that's why there's question marks that would piss off Kendall the most. 
Okay. Okay. The there's only pushback no I have. There's no other logic. Go ahead. There's no other. The logic. only there. Okay. I appreciate that setup. Um, the only thing I have is if he is is if he's at the point where he's in cross off mode. I feel like you formalize that. You give that to a lawyer. You get that notarized. You don't just leave it uh, ambivalent of like what? How do I feel about this kid? Or what? What do I want to happen? You go through all the motions of making sure Kendall doesn't get to succeed you. Maybe he didn't even know he had it in there. Like after, I mean, obviously he did because he went and struck it out definitely unequivocally. But uh, like, there's no other will. There's no other thing besides that piece of paper. Or like, what are we doing here? Well, from what I understand, it's um, it, it exists in tandem to the the formalized thing. So it's kind of like this. Um, it's not the canonized will. It's like this um, fan fiction stuff on the side, you know. But again, I I do think great job by the show because there's no definitive way, and I don't think the show will ever tell us if it's strike through or an underline. I just and, I just told you. Yes, but you're not associated with the show. I'm, I I have it on good authority with you, and I do trust you, Jason. I do. Okay, but I'm okay. saying Jesse Armstrong will not. He won't confirm or deny, right? He will not officially confirm or deny. I'll DM. And I think that's the beauty of it. What a great job. What a great job by them. Um, can we do Survivor Power Rankings brought to us by Patanasia Goodman, who recommended us we do this yes, please. Uh, on Ofriend Retrievers episodes? You are current, right? Like you've watched this week's episode? Okay. Yes, sir. Um, the uh, oh, oh, Let's talk uh, for the last two episodes because um, Matt getting voted off last week was the culmination of maybe the worst – the the most chill, worst, but likable performance I've ever seen on the show. Most likable like, person. Most, oh, yeah. Most likable. Was, was worst suited to play out, this game. Worst suited. Was freaking out every time he just didn't spend time with Franny. Anything yeah. else, he was just freaking out. It, did, uh, have you ever seen Legends of the Fall? The hot Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is a hot. Long I mean, he's time ago. Ish. I don't remember. Uh, about th- there's a scene where the younger brother, I think his name's Sam. He, uh, they're in World War One or two, and uh, he gets shot by like a uh, pursuant. And then not only does he get shot, but he falls into the barbed wire and just rolls around the barbed wire. And Brad Pitt's like trying to save his life, but it's just like watching a like a like a baby lamb do it. That's what it felt like watching Matt go through the motions of being like, "I'm on a tribe that lost. I have no allies. I didn't bring my bag. I didn't bring my what I now understand to be a fake idol. Um, I don't have any moves here." And he didn't. He didn't have. Literally, have you noticed that since that minute they carry their bags? All of them carry their bags everywhere. That feels like Survivor 101. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough look for Matt and a tough. Look I for, will say, I'm mean, not tough look for Franny, but um, I think it, honestly, it unlocked her game a little bit. It's going to put her in a better position. I don't think it looks a tough look for Matt. I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm not actually arguing against you, but mm. I think it's a really good look for Matt. A genuine guy. Had a lot of anxiety, had a lot of pause about even doing it, but really, really wanted to push himself. Pushed himself, put him in a situation, put himself in a situation where he was having some of the conversations, way out of his comfort zone. I loved all parts of that. Okay, I, I agree with you in that respect. That's not going to win Survivor. Great for his life. Yes, it felt like he needed this. Yes, horrible for Survivor. Correct. Literally horrible for Survivor. <laughs> Couldn't be worse. But great job for his life. And I'm I'm happy for him. And I think uh, him and Franny are together or whatever. Um, still like making it work. Um, How do you know uh, that? Just, Wait, we we touched on that a few weeks ago. Have you seen well, information? Thought, yeah, I thought I read uh, after he got voted out that they have gotten like Thai food together or something. Oh, that's that's how you know the marriage is going to work. I mean, maybe, maybe they don't want to get married. I don't want to put that on them. That's how you sure. know the relationship's going to work if you get Thai food together. 
Now I haven't seen more, so you know, uh, let's cross our fingers for them for those crazy kids. But uh, I'm hoping the best. Um, do you have a weird feeling that Carolyn and Jam Jam are going to be in the final three? Carolyn, yes. Jam Jam, no. He's starting He's flying so close to the sun every yes. single episode. Yes, <laughs> and so was Danny there for a minute. Yeah, yeah, he was. Okay, here we go again with Carolyn, just like Gabler. That's the goat, you know, the person that the mm-hmm. other the other likely winners will take to the final three, right? Yeah. That's got to be the goat. She doesn't even get sniffed at for votes. No. Okay. We have a preview coming up next episode where apparently she gets, you know, she's one of the, the two people that's on the chopping block or whatever based on yeah. the, just the preview. I think Danny is now off the chopping block with that giant move. Giant move and the giant fart in the middle of uh, immunity. <laughs> people won't go near that. They're just like, I don't know what he's going to do to me. That was a great move. Great moment for Survivor. Remind you of anybody? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> I don't know if we were talking about that, but we'll save that for another conversation. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about it at times. Um, so anyways, Danny pulled an incredible move. I thought that he was going to be the... I really, truly believed going into Tribal Council that tribal council that he was going to be the type of player that used it on himself because he got rattled and the fact that he used it on franny tells me he's playing a bigger game than the crawling around in the the forest on all fours danny that we got a little nervous about yeah it really set up that jam jam was gonna betray him and um uh turn the screws either on franny or danny um and i I really think franny was going home going home but um I wish I'd seen a little bit more on how that decision was arrived at. I know that like you have to preserve suspense, so I understand that. But even maybe the beginning of next week's episode, I want to understand. Because I think understanding that tells us where Jam Jam is, where Danny is. where Because even the vote breakdown was a little weird. Like the votes didn't go um, according to like the Three Stooges Alliance and the – against the Rats. It was, so only it was Brand- kind of strange. It was only Brandon and um, Franny. Only, oh, yeah, but only it was like the uh, – I think Carolyn – and someone else threw their vote on Brandon or not non Brandon on uh, Franny. So it was weird. It was weird. Like, I don't know if it was miscommunication or strategic and I'd love to know um, where it landed on that. So yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I think Carolyn's following a Gabler game plan. And I think she also is really well-spoken when she wants to talk and like make a point. I don't know that socially she's as good, um, but it's just, we're getting a lot of FaceTime with them. A lot of FaceTime yep. and watching her scream like a pterodactyl in that like butthole net challenge was uh, <laughs> Ashley came in and watched and she was like, what, what is this? Like, what's, what's going on with her? And I was like, it's, it's too complicated to explain to you. Honestly, it really is. <laughs> that was not the time. Um, okay. Let's wrap up here. Do cameo close to the pin? Um, I don't know uh, if I'm, uh, is it two one? Is it two one right now? It is currently clicking, clicking. It is two to nothing. You. Two no, okay, two nothing. Okay, wow. Okay, no pressure there. I didn't do that to make you say that, but um, now that you yeah. said it, I guess it's true. And then you said no pressure, but there's clearly pressure because you, you know, almost got <laughs> shut, shut out. But yeah, okay. Sure, it's okay. It's okay. Um, we mentioned Shooter McGavin, uh, Bill and Beer having Shooter McGavin face. So um, I think we should guess Shooter McGavin's cameo price. Are you comfortable with that? Oh, yeah. Okay, I've got mine. I'm going to say $61 and $9.75 for business. 175 and 2000. I went way high. Wow. You are, you win. It's a personalized video, 250. Business Dang! video, 5000. Business video, 5000. I just, uh, wow. That's, uh, 
he he's very very recognizable and he plays he still plays into that character at golf events clubhouses everything like well, that. Well see that's why I went lower because it's the actor I think he has his own this is just the character of Shooter McGavin that he Oh plays. even better. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. I think that'd be less expensive. That actually is a way to diversify your cameo a little bit, you know? That's so the way to do it. And then actors. you can definitely charge more for the character. Okay. Now, on OnlyFriends, we could also do that. Like, you get to hang out with the actor who plays Shooter McGavin, or he'll be Shooter McGavin and play around radio Radio buttons. Which one do you want? I love it. I love if you it. want him to stay in character great. the entire time, though, that costs more. As, costs. As, as we've seen here. This is art, guys. So, um, well, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers. Uh, before we go, we'd like to encourage you to spread the word about the show by tweeting and screaming or just talking about it out loud around other people you know. That's the best way to help us out, and it makes you look like a genius because of what great you great taste you have. Um, uh, again, we're going to be in Bouyville or Sueville, so if you have recommendations on where we should eat or drink, please message us and let us know. As always, I'm Knox. He's Jason. We'll see you next time. Bad, 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 bad.